Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here, Prayer 2021, another great prayer session today, March 18th. Today's scripture reading comes from 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 3. The Lord said to him, I've heard the prayer and the plea you have made before me. I have consecrated this temple which you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to pray to the creator of the universe. We thank you for the opportunity to pray to the most high God. We thank you for the opportunity to pray in the name of Jesus, knowing that our prayers are heard. We thank you that if we know that our prayers are heard, then we know we receive the petitions we desire of thee. We thank you for answered prayer in our lives. We thank you for provision in our lives. We thank you that Jesus has made us children of the Most High God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus of all things. And we thank you, Father, and give you all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk to you about keeping what you receive by faith. We've been talking about believing by faith, believing you receive when you pray, and when you receive it, now you got to keep it, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today, keeping what you receive by faith. As a whole, we've gotten pretty lazy as Christians. I mean, we've gotten pretty good at having someone else do our studying for us, getting someone else to do our praying for us, getting someone else to do our believing for us. Then... When we get the victory, we claim we got the, some great victory when our prayers were answered. Amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The bottom line, though, is what you keep, you have to receive it. After you receive it, then the focus is on trying to keep it. It's, it's kind of like in the military. If you fight a huge battle and push the enemy off the hilltop, you just can't kick back, have a party, start to clean up, grab a bite to eat. No, no way. You need to prepare for the counterattack because the enemy is just a little bit more than upset that you gained the victory. And he wants to come back and take back what you just took from him. Amen? And the same thing works in the world of faith. When you receive the answer to your prayers, that's only half the battle. Now you have to keep it. Amen? And if you're not the one that has been doing the studying, if you're not the one who's been doing the praying, or at least most of the praying, if you're not the one who's been doing most of the believing, you are not going to hold on to any victory you've received for very long. You may have received your miraculous healing from cancer, as example. Praise God, right? But just because your pastor has prayed and laid hands on you, and now the doctor says it's unexpectedly in remission or is gone completely, that does not mean that cancer will never come back. It will stay gone if you have the faith to believe God. Amen? When you do not have the foundation of a personal faith to back up your faith claims, you are operating on basically wishful faith at best. Oh, you may see some low-level demons respond to you and flee, just like pushing the enemy off a hilltop in war. But what does the enemy commander do once he's had a unit pushed off of a hilltop? 
He pulls his forces back, reorganizes, rearms them, and sends them sends in an even larger force to try and take back that hill. Right? Isn't that what happens? Well, the devil works the same way. He doesn't use any new weapons or warfare under the sun. He operates the same exact way he always has. Now, what did Jesus say about this situation? Look in Luke chapter 11, verse 24 through 26 and see. When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it passes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I'll return to the house I left. And on its return, he finds the house swept and clean, put in order. Then it goes and brings in seven other spirits more wicked than itself. And they go in and dwell there. And then the, pl the final plight of that man is worse than the first. You see, if you keep asking a preacher to pray for you, to believe with you, to receive whatever it is you're praying for, you will end up losing it. Guaranteed. I've seen it in my own ministry. I prayed for some folks that were on their deathbed with cancer. One woman I'm thinking of, they were going to send her home. Nothing the doctors could do. They figured 10 days, maybe two weeks tops. So go get your affairs in order, I told her. My wife and I went to visit her in the hospital. She and her husband were there. And after we ministered faith to them for a few minutes, we prayed. Three days later, the doctor said she was in remission. They didn't know why. They sent her home. But two months after being sent home, she started slipping back into sickness again. We prayed with her over the phone. She got better. Two months later, she starts slipping again. This time, the prayers didn't work. She did live almost six months longer than what the doctors had told her, so she got time to spend with family and all that. And she was feeling better for most of the time. But why didn't she get healed and stay healed? She didn't have the faith for it. She was relying on the preacher. Just like Jesus said in Mark 11 that we just read, the devil sent doubt and unbelief and painful symptoms and she didn't know how to run those demons off. So they took up residence, and the last state was worse than the first. Folks, you, nobody else, just you, are 100% responsible for your faith. Nobody else. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your grandma, not your grandpa, not your pastor, not your husband, not your wife. You, period. Now, don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Glory to God. If you... Do not get into the Word of God and get before God in prayer, you, yourself, you will lose anything you get in prayer. Now, everyone is appointed once to die. Jesus said that everybody is appointed once to die, then the judgment. There's no argument there. But don't let the devil decide the quality of life you will have when it's your time to die. If you're time is at age 10 or 50 or 100, wouldn't it be a lot better just to go to sleep and not wake up? Don't let sickness and disease and crime or anything else come into your life. Pray against it. Stand in faith against it on your own with the Bible, your own Bible. Now don't get me wrong, yes, bad things do happen to good people. I understand that. We live, though, in a fallen world, and there is nothing you can do about it when the Lord says it's your time to go. But if you start standing against something and you see a spiritual breakthrough occurring in your life, that's a clue that whatever was against you was demonic. Amen? Well, the Bible says, stand, and having done all to stand, stand therefore. Amen. Oh, Brother Bob, 
I've been battling this sickness for years. How long have I got to stand? You stand until you get the breakthrough. Amen. That's how long you stand for. I want to pray with you right now to take your rightful place. Stand in the power of God and in the faith of Jesus. Don't take a stand because I said so. Don't take a stand because your pastor said so. Stand because Jesus said so. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I'm praying for every person in the sound of my voice right now. Every person watching this video, every person listening to this podcast, I'm praying for them right now that the faith of God has come up on the inside of them, the Spirit of God has come upon them, and the power of God is within them fighting against this devil. The battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. And in the name of Jesus, I cast out any demonic power. I cast it out in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you that through your word, through your word that they need to study on their own, they will have the internal power of the Holy Spirit standing for them in the name of Jesus, not allowing that demon to come back in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for answered prayer, answering our prayers, meeting our needs. And Father, all glory belongs to you and you alone. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Shout amen, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, do me a favor. Leave a comment down below. You're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, leave those thumbs up signs and all that good stuff, the hearts. All that helps them to show that they need to share this on their algorithms as well. And be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. Uh, free resource, how to start a Christian podcast is right there. It's free. Bless you immensely if you have or you're starting, thinking of starting a Christian podcast. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob Thibodeau reminding you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible. This is our foundation scripture all year long to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll see you again tomorrow.